0: On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. How long does it take to create a fabric collection? This is a question I get often and it totally varies. So I thought it'd be fun to catch up with you guys today. I, you guys, I feel like I just divulge everything on this podcast, and I even tell stories I don't even realize I'm telling. I was just talking to um, someone in one of my friend groups earlier today, and she got on and said, "I'm just listening to this podcast, to Karina's podcast," and she totally painted a um, <laughs> a full painting with her pregnant belly. How did we not know this about her? And so I was like, I don't even remember telling that story. It turns out it was the episode with Melissa Esplin. We're talking about painting and I totally tell the story of painting with my pregnant belly in graduate school. I think I, I think I was working on my PhD at the time. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think. Was it my masters or my PhD? One of those I painted a painting with my belly and my husband loves that painting and he's kept it. It's very um it's very abstract since it was painted with my belly. Anyway, I kind of tell you guys all the things on here. So, this episode's going to be no different. I am going to just chat with you guys about creating fabric line. I know it is a desire of many of my design suite members to become fabric designers and um, it's I mean it is such a fun thing. So if this will help you a little bit I, I will be so glad. Okay now a first fabric line is really different than I don't even know what fabric line I'm on at this point. Pretty far in. Um, I should go count them at some point. Anyway, so this fabric line um, that I've recently been working on has taken me a lot longer than many of the fabric lines I've worked on in the past. And I think it's because I decided I wanted to create this super detailed, very specific line. And I feel like I can't divulge any of the details because as you well know, in fabric, I'll be designing a line now um when i do when i am recording this it'll be august of 2021 and you won't see this line until maybe a year maybe a year and a half away so i can't divulge really anything about this line but i've done some things in this line that's been a little different from the past so i thought i would start that out okay the first thing is I always have to have blocks of time to work on a fabric line when I'm like trying to figure out the color scheme, trying to figure out what it's going to be about. um, I usually start with the master or my secondary. That's just the way I roll. I know a lot of people start out differently, but that's for me, I like a master or sometimes in this case. I ended up starting with my secondary fabric. The secondary fabric helps me because I can like use less colors, so I can kind of control the color schemes. And I also like it because it kind of it's detailed. It's a detailed piece, but it's not as detailed as my master will be, nor as colorful. So it kind of gives me some limitations and gives me a feel for the rest of the line. Um, I think this has happened. And I would at least 50% of my lines, I start with the secondary. Don't ask me why. It just just always feels right to me because the master is so difficult and should have so much in it. It should be so complete um, that I tend to leave it till after the secondary. Now, in most cases, after I complete the secondary, I can do the master. Okay, so for this line, I have had it on my list to work on this line since... January, and it's August now. So in July, I booked myself a hotel stay. I went in at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, and I start. I set up a desk, lots of treats. People left me treats. It was so nice um, in my neighborhood because I knew I was going to go do this. I set up the TV. I actually turned on Gilmore Girls because I've watched it about a dozen times because I don't have to watch it, right? It just like sits on in the background while I'm working. It's like my white noise. Um, I turned on Gilmore Girls and I started working on the secondary. And the secondary came quickly. There were some pieces, some flowers that I ended up throwing out. But then I started really quickly on my master. I worked on my master until about midnight that night. Woke up the next morning pretty early and continued to work on it. And they let me leave the hotel at one. And all I had finished was the secondary and the master. Okay. Now, normally that's a pretty good pace, I would say, because the last pieces are really quick after that, you know, like all the other pieces are quick. So I came home, I played with it a little bit um, and then got back to my regular work. And so I left it alone for a week. I came back to it. You guys, I hated it the master. Like I hated it. I looked at it and I was like, this is not right. It is not the feeling I'm trying to get to. It's not like the look I'm wanting. Then and I, August, I put right? it in my outbox. So I, I keep everything, but I, I put it into an, a folder called everything out. else except for the it's regular kind of mean, business actually. maintenance oh, I needed to do out. <laughs> off my list. And I said, I'm You're going out. to finish the fabric line this week. I like I, I all videos, all everything, except for this podcast that I'm doing on a Friday. I've been working on the fabric line all week, and I, on Monday, I sat down and I started working on a damask. Now, I started showing this damask all the way back in April. I started playing with some ideas of a damask, and I knew it was wrong. It was just like a good template to start from, and so I worked on the damask all day Monday and part of the day on Tuesday until I could get it right. It's a very detailed damask. It has two layers on it, a lot of damask don't. And, um, I did a lot of hand drawing to get that top layer correct. So it was kind of a more intricate damask than I normally would do. And then I spent a couple of days kind of mapping out the rest of it, working on some blenders. And, um, I am now to the point, oh, and I changed the colors, <laughs> I, like totally changed the colors. And then, um, I am almost done, today I'm gonna to finish the last two pieces and then I have a master left. You guys, I never leave a master fabric piece till the very end, but I did this time because I had such a clear idea of what the other pieces were gonna to be to make this a full collection and I have a really good idea in my master what needs to happen, but I needed to get the colors correct, I needed to get the rest of it correct, for me to really sit down and work on the master. So the goal is to finish the whole line by tomorrow. So that means I have to double down and make sure the master gets finished tomorrow. So how long does a fabric line take? Okay, so based on that, a weekend plus a week, basically, is what it's taken me. Um, Now, I have created a lot of fabric lines. So if this is your, if you're thinking about your first fabric line, I remember those fabric lines taking um, months. Now, that's not a discouragement. I would do what I did this time, which means I would do a little bit, and then I'd walk away from it. I'd do a little bit, I'd walk away from it. One of the problems with being an artist or creative is sometimes we get so stuck into our work and we're loving what we're doing and then we walk away and we come back to it and a couple of things happens. One, you see it and you're like, this is perfect, it's awesome. The other thing that happens is, oh my gosh, that is so ugly, I can't believe I thought that was gonna work. Or the other thing that happens is, You look at it, you think it's beautiful, but it just doesn't fit. That happens to me a lot. Like where It's a really pretty piece, but it does not fit the rest of the collection. And that is what happened this time. I saw the master and I was like, that might be something great for another day, but it is not great for today. It doesn't work for the current collection, which made me so sad. But it just, it didn't feel right. And one of, I think the reasons people become good fabric designers is because they don't get attached to their work if i send this in and riley blake says to me karina we don't like piece number five either i can make an argument for why i think it's perfect or i can create a new piece for it and i have to really pay attention to see why they're saying a certain piece doesn't work in a collection so Um, Those are some ideas and thoughts. I'm excited for you guys to see this collection. I've given some sneak peeks while I was like doing all the sketches and doodles, but really I haven't shown like what the real collection is gonna look like. And hey, who knows? Riley Blake could come back to me and say, we hate this. (laughs) You guys, that happens all the time. And I think it derails a lot of designers when they turn in a second collection or whatever, and they see that it doesn't get accepted don't let that derail you you just turn in another collection so that's my advice for today um so many of you are joining me for design boot camps i have loved getting to know you if you are interested in my design boot camp or interested in fabric design go check that out at karinagardnercoursescom courses.com slash design boot camp i'd love to see you there and uh